the Summer Skate Studio and Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Live for September 11th, 2022. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Live is brought to you by Peterson Toyota, college graduate, member of the military, and you might be eligible for a special rebate or discount. See us at petersontoyota.com. Top Golf, let us help you reimagine your next business meeting or team building event. See your regional center or go to topgolf.com. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Jets Pizza. Whether it's our legendary Detroit-style square or New York-style thin crust, Jets Pizza is better because it has to be. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, whether it's Las Vegas or any of our other worldwide properties, an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.com. M-Drive, natural support for men looking to increase energy, strength, and drive. Always free delivery at mdriveformen.com. Summer skates, whether our original red or new black shower shoes, show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by Drury Inns and Suites, travel happy again. Book your next day at druryhotels.com or at 1-800-DRURY-IN. College Hockey West Live from the Summer Skate Studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It is Sunday night, which means it's time for College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you back in Denver, Colorado, after spending the last couple of days in Oklahoma City and Edmond, Oklahoma, and Stillwater, Oklahoma, and uh, all over Oklahoma. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein on Long Island, New York. Paul, how are you? Stuck in the basement, as usual. Unlike, (laughs) you know... This is what happens once again, and I know people think that that we say this jokingly, but I'm the peasant who stays in one spot, you know. And I can tell you one thing: you, you got to turn your volume up, or nobody's going to hear you say anything, because you're uh, almost at a whisper. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quiet. Uh, wow, I'm not. I'm, I, there, I don't usually get go. accused of that. Yeah, but either way. Now you, I think it's just your your system. Either you, you have it, it turned be. down too low, or your phone turned down too low, or something. I don't know. Anyway, I don't. Know. I hear you better now. That's good. Um, so anyway, I uh, I spent yeah. the weekend uh, in Oklahoma. I went there because the start of the hockey season officially for us began right. Friday night Did with it? a uh, ACHA game between Oklahoma and Alabama. Well, um, I did see some of the video of that, and um, I, you know, I didn't. Uh, I know they played a couple of one-goal games over the weekend. Yeah, um, first first game of the year actually went to a shootout. You yeah. love it. You no. would love it. You'd been banging on the glass. You'd been all excited. No. 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 no you wouldn't. No. Okay. Either play till somebody wins, or end in a tie. <laughs> And then a tie. Um, you don't like skills competition? No. Alabama had better skills on Friday night than, than Oklahoma did, by the way. Um, 
okay um whatever i mean i don't care what the level is i don't i the shootout stuff is nonsense <laughs> you gotta have a winner that's a good way to get a winner quickly no 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 you don't have and to have no. a winner <laughs> uh it's not a playoff game hockey games end in ties either play until somebody wins <laughs> Well, they you did know, try five minutes of three-on-three, three, but I, right. I'll tell you, both teams were so exhausted. It was so physical. First game of the year, and um, they, they were both just gassed. So three-on-three three I, I don't like, doubt well, that. I'll just rag the puck. <laughs> I don't doubt that, but play until somebody wins. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, I love it. We can go into a whole discussion on this, but we won't. Um, we, well, no, but whatever. I mean – um, I'll, I'll say this cause I, I, I said it last week, um, and, and watching some of your video only confirmed it. The game looked good. It did look good. It did look the game good. And, looked and, good. And, and I'll give compliments out right now. I had a chance to visit and the video will be up tomorrow sometime tomorrow or tomorrow night. Um, the first game of the week for us, uh, this year, the college hockey West game of the week. Um, <clears throat> so it was a little bit. Um, getting our feet wet again, getting my feet wet again, but had two, right. actually had four great interviews. He interviewed the new GM, um, Brad Bassett, uh, right, two S's, that. two T's, by the way. <laughs> and then I uh, had a chance to visit with a new head coach, Peter Arminitis. Right. So that was good. And then I got uh, the captain, um, Cameron Bickford. And right. I got uh, another senior, an Oklahoma native who's been around hockey in Oklahoma since he was born. And that, of course, would be Tristan. Uh, why am I getting his last name blank? You didn't write this down? <laughs> uh, I wrote it down, but I don't have it in front of me. I was. Uh, it's an easy one, too. I should have it. I should have it. I should have it. Give me a second. I'll come up with it. In the meantime, um, yeah, the, the kid's great. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, do I have to look up their website because you can't? Uh, uh, <laughs> just tell me now. Uh, Let me know, and I'll look it up for you because I don't want the kid to feel like, uh, you know. It's an easy name, and I can't. I, well, I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> well, that's. Yeah. If you find it on their website, good luck. Because the last I looked, their website wasn't up, but. Um, oh, we'll good. find out. Oh, wait a second. Here. Anyway, Tristan, uh, the local kid. Uh, well, how many Tristans 12. can there be? He wears number 12. How many Tristans can there be, though? Um, there could be 100, but there's not. Really? I believe there's only one. There's a lot um, of Tristans that play hockey. Not anyway. for Oklahoma. Tristan Glass. <laughs> Glass. See? I knew it, I knew it was going to be an easy one. God. Tristan Glass. So I had a chance to visit with those four individuals, learned a lot about Oklahoma hockey, not only the University of Oklahoma hockey, but Oklahoma hockey in general. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, and I'm going to say this before, Paul. It, you, you know this. For the last seven years, I've been covering ACHA hockey, and I cannot believe how close it's getting um, you see, to, to NCAA by the way they dress, by the way they play, by the way they carry themselves. And uh, Michael Rivera, the head coach at UCL, who I also visited with this weekend, right. um, told me that when, when their players come in, they want them to feel like they're playing at an NCAA level. 
And um, that's why the quality of play is getting so good. And that's why people are showing up to play ACHA D1 hockey now because it's a, it's a real alternative to NCAA Division Three, And in some cases, NCAA Division One players that, that aren't continuing with their school or don't have other places to play um, show up and play ACHA D1 because it's that close. And I'm well, not kidding. Well, I, there's, there's a lot of factors in that. Okay. Um, as we know, uh, the pandemic pushed everything down and allowed, you know, and, and had better players available because there was a, 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 a log, a, a log, a log, a log jam. Sorry. English is hard. Um, <laughs> Of players and you know so that's part of it um, some of the places that that you know are at the top of the ACHA um, some players want the big school experience they don't want to go to the smaller school even if even if it is an NCAA school and then I'm not knocking those schools okay but right. it's not – it is at the point we've, – we've had this discussion with several people that um, the top level of ACHA Division I, um, you know, the, the top 10 to 15 teams should be competitive on a night-in, night-out basis with with the, the middle of the pack and NCAA Division Three and maybe more. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. You know, and, and, and that, you can, but you can also see that's why um, NCAA Division One teams are giving these these guys a chance to play exhibitions against them. Uh, that's why Anchorage is doing it. That's why Denver does it. That's why um, Air Force does it because they want to give them the opportunity to see what it's like at the Division One level and to see how far away or how close they are. And and. You know, people are going like, oh, well, UNLV is going to get blown out of the water against Denver. Maybe they will. Well, but they yeah, might but also Denver. hang in there. They might also hang in there. Listen, um, there is no question that, I mean, let's face it. Um, you know, the, the teams that are playing those exhibition games against the ACHA teams, okay, um, they're not looking at the bottom of the computer rankings for those games. Okay. No. Um, you know, you, you, you know, you talked about Lindenwood last year playing a couple of games against Air Force and playing Denver and UNL. And they would have played Arizona State too, by the way, yes. had they not had yes. uh, the pandemic. So yes, I'm so, sure that people know that um, they were on the schedule at one point. Right. Those those couple of teams those top two or three teams um getting a chance to play these exhibition games um you know you you do get a feel and you know the coaches get a feel for it too because let's just say for argument's sake and i'm not saying it's going to happen let's just get a uh, for argument's sake uh, say that unlv does decide to jump you know, this is a good, uh, a good learning step for the coaches too. 
Not only coaches, but administrators too, Paul. Um, Administrators have to see how Division I programs are run if they aren't familiar with Division I hockey. And they also have to know, um, you know, what kind of numbers they're looking at, what kind of facilities they need. All of these things go hand in hand. And uh, it all starts, though, by by the opportunity that these coaches are providing for ACHA schools to uh, compete against them or with them. You know, you've had several uh, people talk about UNLV's roster. And and these are almost like tryouts, too. Because what if they go next year? What if they jump next year? Now the coaches also have an idea of some of the players on their team that they might want to keep for that transition year. That's a great point because you saw what uh, and you heard what uh, Rick Zombo told us he did last year. He had eight or nine guys that were uh, that were coming in that he thought could play at the uh, NCAA Division One level. Uh, they right. played last year at ACHA, helped them win an ACHA national championship, which made a lot of other teams unhappy. Thought it was unfair, but he did what he had to do to uh, prepare himself to make the jump. And uh, I believe UNLV will do the same type of thing. I I definitely think they're the next team to go um, because they've done everything right. It's just a matter of now getting the school on board. And um, that's going to come by proving that, A, they can bring in top talent, which they are. Um, They're bringing in, you know, Anchorage to play two games up there in in, uh, Anchorage. And then they're going to play a game against Anchorage in Vegas and they're also going to uh, Anchorage is also going to play against Liberty in Vegas and that's after they play at uh, after Anchorage plays at Arizona State and just the weekend before at Air Force <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of hockey uh, going on I, is, is it Air Force or is it Colorado call I can't remember one of them is, but is um, that air that Anchorage is playing before call before Arizona State Oh, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, not a big deal. I just was, I know they're playing, they're going to be here for like three weeks because right. they're going to play, uh, uh, let's see, they're going to play at Air Force, then they're going to play at Arizona State, and then they're going to finish up at UNLV Vegas. and uh, Liberty in Vegas. So there'll be three weeks that they'll be, you know, out, out in our neck of the woods, actually. My neck of the woods. Uh, your neck You're, of not the yours. Woods. I, I, yeah, I don't <laughs> You're in a basement in New York. I'm in a basement. Yeah, does, well, it, does, it doesn't matter. I'm in the basement. and wouldn't matter where this basement was. I don't get let out. So <laughs> You get let out to go to work. Well, that's it. You know, other than that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So anyway, um, I thought after uh, doing this this week, and you and I have talked about this for a little while now, but maybe – Maybe there should be a college hockey game of the week. And I know that we only cover the Western half, and I know we only have seven NCAA teams, but I thought maybe we've got to start somewhere. So so let's try it. Let's see what happens. I, I wanted to see kind of the logistics of doing it uh, right. this weekend. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the final product by any stretch, but it did give me a chance to do a dry run, if you will. It also gave me a chance to visit with the people from the University of Oklahoma, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And it'll, like I said, it'll be up tomorrow night. We'll we'll shoot on getting them done on the weekend and putting them up on Monday night, 
so uh, people will be able to watch them and, and see them on our YouTube channel. And, um, and people yeah. don't understand. I mean, listen, it's, it, it's not the NHL. But hockey at the minor league level has a long, long history in the state of Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it is not something that has only been around lately. They've been there, they've they've played there for a they there's been minor league hockey at some level and junior hockey at some level in in the state for a long long time. Okay? Um and and, and people don't realize it because they don't always pay attention to the minutia like I do or you do. You know? Um they, they have an ECHL team. In Tulsa. In they Tulsa. have one in Wichita, Kansas, which is only 135 miles or so right, from the Oklahoma. Wichita Thunder. City. Right. Um, they've had all kinds of, of, of teams um, in the state. They had the American Hockey League in there. Uh, they've had... Like I said, junior hockey is at some level in there for a while. They have junior hockey back, which is why Oklahoma's playing at Arctic Edge Ice Arena right. now because they do have an NHL team. Right. That's, uh, so playing I mean, at Blazers. Right. So I mean, this is not. Um, this is not a situation where um, all of a sudden uh, teams are finding a, a place to play there. So. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's been a, it's been a long it, it has been a long time. I mean, I can always remember some sort of uh, higher level of hockey in the state, whether it was Tulsa or Oklahoma City. Um, you know, there's always been some sort of league there that you know was playing there. So it, this is not. A Johnny come lately. No, not at all. I mean, they used to have a farm team there, the Minnesota North Stars, way back in the day. Um, that was, uh, I think it was American Hockey League at that point. Uh, they got some beautiful facilities. They're going to host a uh, a couple of, in the Wichita and Tulsa areas, and where they're going to host a couple of NHL exhibition games, preseason right. games. Yeah. Um, the uh, Coyotes are going to be involved in both of them. One, I well, think they're playing St. Louis in Wichita, and the other one they're playing Dallas, I believe, in uh, in Tulsa. So they're uh, they're they're dabbling, they're they're dipping their toes in the water, as we say, or maybe they're uh, freezing them on the ice as they look to uh, maybe, maybe just maybe, um, try to entertain the opportunity to get NHL hockey back in the state of Oklahoma. Well, back by that you mean. You know, I'll back. I mean, it's uh, well, it's a process, right? It's not going to happen tomorrow, but you got to start somewhere, just like uh, well, the game no, no, of the no. week. I, I get that. I mean, um, I'm just when you say back that the, I don't. The NHL's not been in Oklahoma for as as a as a home base. I'd have to go back and look and see if the WHA ever was, because you know they they moved around all the time, so. Uh, well, let I, me I say professional hockey, not the NHL, but you know, okay, high level I, professional I, that's hockey. Fine. Is in. 
yeah. has been around. So, and right. and the other thing is the Wichita Thunder, the uh, ECHL affiliate of the uh, San Jose Sharks and the San Jose Barracuda. So, there's a tie-in. Um, oh yeah. Shout shout out to Megan Edmonds, who is uh, their director of video content, I believe, who uh, also spent some time with the Golden Knights in their playoff run, Stanley Cup run. And also a graduate of UNLV and worked with the UNLV program as well. I uh, just got tie-ins all over the place, don't we? Yeah, yeah, everywhere, everywhere you go. And a nice chance yeah. to visit with the uh, commissioner of the WCHL, the ACHA's best conference, and I can say that with confidence now. Um, Chris Perry was uh, by and, and had a nice visit with him as we watched the game together. Um, so lots, lots of good things happening. Uh, we'll do that the second half of the show. We'll tell you where we're going to be for uh, the month of October um, as we dig into the uh, NCAA season. Uh, before that, though, you've got some news that you found on uh, some people going into the USA Hockey Hall of Fame. Well, yeah. I mean, um, uh, not people that are uh, a lot of names that people would know, or at least some of the names. Um there are five people going into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame, and I don't know when they're going to do that. Um, I guess it's in November, the 50th. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it is November 30th, the 50th uh, class of the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Steve Cash, who was a Paralympian. Uh, the Lamaru sisters. Yeah, the twins. Jocelyn and Monique, the twins, yeah. Uh, started out as uh, collegians in Minnesota and ended up in uh, North Dakota. And, and then their uh, program was taken away from them. Shame well, on yeah. you, North Dakota. Anyway. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, um, veterans of many, many uh, Olympic and, and world championships for Team USA. Um, played, they played three Olympic Games. All Americans, uh, the whole the whole shooting match. Um, and by the way, that Lamaru family is full of hockey players. When they have uh, their Thanksgiving gathering, it's like an all star team. Oh, I'm sure anyway. it is. Anyway. You know, the, the one sister, uh, Monique, uh, was an All American defense and a forward. So uh, she did it all. They did it all, um, and they were probably the most vocal of people. When the program, uh, the green. Well, without a doubt, they transferred to come back to their hometown. No, I, I get it. Play for their I hometown school. I get it. Um, the 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 Jim Johansson, the late Jim Johansson. Yeah, that's that's just something that should have been done instantly. I'm yeah, glad I, they like, did it right away. Yeah, I mean, why it 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 took so long? Who knows? Uh, I guess there's. Uh, eligibility rules, probably. But yeah, uh, Jim Johansson because he was, cause, yeah, because he was still away, working when way he passed away. Right. Oh yeah. Well, um, his, his influence, um, and that's a name that that hockey insiders know. Uh, he, you know, uh, above and beyond the hardcore hockey fan, because you know he wasn't on the ice. But um, well, as the executive director, if the uh, if the game, the World Champion, World Junior Championships are played in Las Vegas um, in 2026, uh, it'll all be because of Jim Johansson. It was his dream. 
to see it go there. He wanted to see the growth in the West. Well, I, I don't doubt that. Um, uh, would it shock you? And obviously, we don't know because there's, I mean, not that it's a, it's something that you would really get a chance to ask or, you know, you might, I mean, uh, would it shock you if um, at some point during that process where um, where the, the um, when issue was in that process of of you know going D1 if um, you know if at some point when that news story from Justin Emerson went out um, if would it surprise you if, if Jim Johansson put that bug in somebody's ear and it got around to the mullet family, et cetera? Would that surprise you? No. No, not even in the slightest, right? Nope. I mean, you know, uh, so, uh, you know, he is was a big influence in the growth of USA Hockey. And like I said, there's probably eligibility rules, which is why he's not already in. And the fifth and final person is the name that everyone is likely to know. That's a hockey fan. And that's uh, Hobie Baker winner, Michigan State alum and NHL great Ryan Miller. Yeah. Yeah. That's an easy one. <laughs> yeah. Most people are going to know who that is. Yeah. You know. Okay. So here's your quiz. Do you know where the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame is? Don't um, cheat. Don't cheat. Nah, cheating. It's somewhere in that frozen. Eveleth, Minnesota, my friend. Eveleth, yeah, I know. Minnesota. It's all up there. It's all in the. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's all a map. I don't know. <laughs> you know Eveleth, I mean, Minnesota. Not far from Duluth, but on the Iron Range in a very small community with a very nice Hockey Hall of Fame, I might add. I'm sure um, it's great. And so, who knows? Maybe one summer. I'll get a I chance think we'll get a trip there in January. Are you kidnapping me and, and putting <laughs> a weapon in my head or my kids' heads? Because hey, guess that's what? the only way Arizona, you're getting me there in January. Arizona State is playing at UMD in October, the yeah, very okay. first part of October. You know, no? still not interested. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if, 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 we'll, we'll uh, that uh, interested. That's not the right question to ask. And when they drive from Duluth to Bemidji, they're going to be within probably 30 miles of Eveleth. Like I said, uh, interested is not the knows? right question Maybe to Coach ask. is taking him there. Maybe he's going to take him up there for a day. Show him the U.S. Hockey Maybe. Hall of Fame. Maybe. As long as they got to go by there anyway and they're staying up there, gee, it wouldn't hurt. Anyway, yeah, well. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm just getting paid to... Uh, sell for the uh, u.s hockey hall of fame so anyway uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not i'm not getting a cent folks so don't worry about it <laughs> um but anyway uh so yeah that's all that's all really good news it'll be one month roughly after the uh, u.s hockey hall of fame game which teasing is going to be one of our game of the weeks as a unlv or as asu and und do battle at T-Mobile Arena in a sold-out venue of about 18,000 people. 
So anyway, you know. I teased it. I teased it. Now right. let's take a quick break. Let's come back okay. and let's jump into it. And then you and I can talk a little bit about these matchups and, and you can give us your opinion on what you think is going to happen. So we'll be right back in just a minute. Behind the mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. The point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, Behind the mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. College Hockey West Live is coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. Indeed it is. College Hockey West Live. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Denver, Colorado. After spending the weekend in Oklahoma. Beautiful weekend too, by the way. I I went to bed when the rain came uh, last night, so that was good. My longtime co-host, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York, where Paul never sees rain because he's in the basement. Yeah, I don't see anything. 
Unless it's on a TV or computer screen. Well, yeah, because that's the only way I get to communicate <laughs> with the outside world. Okay, so so let's let's jump into this. Um, we talked about this. We thought, wouldn't it be kind of cool if we had a game of the week? Um, right. it, we, we'd like to see it on a national level. I don't know if it'll be us that'll ever bring it that, to that point or if it'll be something that maybe we'll start and somebody else will jump on. That's never happened before. Well, uh, yeah, but we're, <laughs> we're, we're, listen, we're, we're also talking about televised. Right, and, and this will not be televised. Matter of fact, it'll have more... Uh, it'll all be video, but it'll have more interviews and, and things than it will have a lot of game footage because you can get game footage now on streaming or whatever. And, um, you know, I, we don't need to do that. We don't need to recap that, but we will no, show some but, highlights and we oh, will okay. talk to players and coaches and, um, you know, people that are involved in, in the game and, um, kind of get a feel for it, but it'll kind of be a wrap up show. I'm thinking well, anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Well, let's put it this way. I mean, I'm not saying that if some TV production company didn't want to, you know, do this and, and, and for us to be involved that I would turn it down. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so it'll put the spotlight. And that's kind of what we do because our, our goal here is to grow the game of hockey. Uh, we do it through media coverage. So uh, if we can cover some, some games, put the spotlight on them, some teams want the spotlight. Sometimes I already have the spotlight. Some teams don't care. Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to still do it anyway, and I'll do with as much content as they'll be willing to give me. This past right. weekend was awesome because right. uh, Oklahoma was excited to have us there. And right. uh, matter of fact, UCO said they were going to hold me to it, that I needed to come back and do at least a game at uh, for UCO as well. So, well, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. Uh um, that, so we'll that get there. program at that level has a, a long history too. Okay. So, um, we, we tried out week one this last weekend. It'll air tomorrow night. Right. Um, and then we're going to take a couple of weeks off because we've got uh, other no things games. that we have to do in preparation. Um, right. we've got the AHL, um, rookie showcase out in uh, San Jose next week. And then, um, there'll be a week of preparing, um, with the uh, NCHC media availability or media day, I guess you'll call it, in St. Paul. That'll be on the 22nd. And then right. that following week, it gets started for real. So okay. uh, I looked at the schedule. I said, hey, what what, what looks good? And the first one I know you're going to love. Um, well, come on. Arizona let's... State at Minnesota Duluth on October 2nd. Let's, let's, let's be real here. Um, <laughs> that's not real. No, 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 no. I mean, you make it sound like, um, you know. I mean, um, it's what just, did I make it sound like? The, if you if you <laughs> look at the matchups, um, it is the best matchup. It's gonna be absolutely, and and that'll well, be game paper, two of the, the series. Yeah. That'll UCon be the Sunday night game. Uh, UConn and 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 Vermont is a pretty, you know, could be a pretty good matchup that weekend too, but unless you're going to go there and cover it, I'm not going to Vermont. Okay. So then it doesn't matter what the matchup is for us. Well, listen, <laughs> I mean my point is not that I wouldn't go. Um but, you know, um there are considerations. Uh, I'd rather be in Duluth, obviously. But 
Vermont's going to be a sneaky team this year. Just watch out for them. Yeah, there's going to be a, there's going to be a few of those, Paul. There's going to be a Woodcross few. Of those. Has got has got the deal working up there. Uh, he's been getting some big recruits. Um, you know, just the word on the street is they're going to be a sneaky team in hockey East this year. And if you go in there, especially up there, and take them lightly, you're going to pay. Yep. Yep. So. Okay, but, so so let's listen. start. Let's, let's talk briefly about this game on the second of October, the second game okay. of the year for both ASU and UMD. Well, either way, that we get the whole the weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to be there for the Sunday night game because I'm going to see Lindenwood in Minnesota on the on the Saturday night game. So, okay, um, well, I mean, that may I mean there is there is some some logic to that Lindenwood's first game. Yeah. So, um, and I and I want to see. ASU and UMD after they've had a chance to play each other one night. I right. think that's why the Sunday night game is going to be more intriguing because they're going to have a game under their belt. Um, oh, maybe worked out start. some of the, yeah, maybe worked out some of the kinks and, and also get to uh, know each other a little better. <laughs> I got to actually look now and see what time that starts. It's a Sunday night game. Oh uh, yeah. But Sunday night could mean different things. <laughs> well, when you're looking at that, Let's talk about this matchup. Okay. Well, listen, um, Duluth is going to Duluth. I mean, they're going to be what they are. You know, I mean, they're going to do are things. They, the way they're vampires. Then they okay. will always be. They, the vampires are going to vampire. <laughs> um, it says 6 o'clock Minnesota time. Oh, sorry, okay. 4 o'clock Minnesota time. Yeah, it's early. That's good. That means we'll get a chance to watch the game. Uh, before we have to do the show, so yep. So anyway, um, that's uh, um, there that's are some the there there are matchup. some names there are some names there that you'll know. Uh, Wyatt Kaiser, Blake Biondi. Um, that all know I know the them all. <laughs> well, I know you know them all, but I'm just talking about the, the Tyler Clevin. Um, a lot of a lot. Uh, Did you say Tyler or Kyler? What do you mean? Tyler. Kyler with a K. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler Clevin is at North Dakota. No, I know that. Luke. Just clarifying it for people because it's confusing and they're not related. And one of them is from Moorhead. That's the one at Duluth. Anyway. Um, Luke Milamok. You know, these are names that, you know, that, that, you know, that are, have been around for a while, and they have a ton of big-time recruits coming in. Um, Isaac Howard was a first-round draft pick in the NHL mm. this past year. Um, Dominic James, who you loved, oh, man, he's at, a the, uh, at, at, at the the WJEC camp there. Um, the the issue is going to be: Does Zach Stasekel or Matthew Thiessen um, step up and goal. If, if Stasekill is still healthy, and I have no reason to believe well, that he's not. it's always about health. But if he's health, no, I'm talking medical health, not, not injury health. Um, so if he's still recovering from his cancer diagnosis and everything is good, um, he's going to take that spot. He's right, just I mean, you would, you would think so. He um, is that good. Right, you would think so. So, but still... Um, you know, it's it's the 
it's the 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 the, the program and the system that you know goes in year in and year out and you know even though the the names have changed the system kind of doesn't um you know and they'll they'll be right there at the end but if you're going to get it if you're going to get a team like this this is when you want to get them uh it'll be interesting to see what happens cuz as you said both teams both uh Duluth has played a little bit more with each other but they've got a lot of freshmen coming in and we know that ASU has got a lot of newcomers um so i understand what you're saying about that second game giving them a ch- giving guys a chance to uh uh to 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 get used to playing with each other right but they have a lot of freshmen coming in too Yep, absolutely. It's it's going to be an interesting matchup. It's going to be maroon and gold versus maroon and gold. So let's right. not get those two confused. Well, um, <laughs> yeah, you're bulldogs. There'll be a pitchfork and there'll be a bulldog. Um, <laughs> that's how you'll tell them apart. Uh, but I think yeah, they, the competition level, Paul, is going to be really close. I really think these two teams are going to match up really well, even early in the season, um, at least from what we've seen on paper. I think they have both have good solid goaltending, and they both have a good defensive core. And I think the offense is the offense; it's going to be good both ways. I might even give the offensive edge slightly to Arizona State on paper. Well, maybe, well, because once again, and 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 this is what you're going to have to look out for. At least this is the way um, that 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 I'm viewing this, and and I'll, and you know, I don't want to say the best line in college hockey. You know, they might have had that if somebody else had gone there instead of staying where they were. <laughs> Which cryptic is fine. Paul Hornstein. As the Which most cryptic fine. co-host ever. That's whatever. I, I, mean, I don't want to offend anybody. Yet I want to offend <laughs> everybody at the same time. So um, the, the, the fact of the matter is, uh, like I said, I, I, nobody's kept it a secret that, it'll, that the line will be Josh Doan, Lucas Sillinger, and Robert Master Simone. And that'll be one of the top three to five lines in college hockey. Yeah, and I think and, one of the other top ten lines in college hockey might be the second line. <laughs> well, we'll have, to, we'll have to see about that. Um, oh, goodness gracious. Those Jackson Twins, if they're not on the second line together with maybe a guy like Demetrius Kumanzis in the middle, oh, goodness. Well, salivating listen, over we don't, that I, one. I, I, listen I, I, I understand what you're saying, and I'm not – you know, my, my point being is um, uh, that is going to make them an offensive threat every night. Um, yeah, that's why I said I, it, when you look at the op- offensive depth of Arizona State, I think they might have more talented my, offensive depth than UMD at this point. Now, right. I'm not well, going to say that, that gives them a guaranteed win. No, I'm just es- saying that that might ex- be the edge. Especially experienced. Yes. Yes. Offensive talent. Yep. So, um, so that'll be a good matchup for the for the I think for our first game of the week uh, in the no. NCAA, and that'll be the first official one. The Oklahoma right. one was a game of the week, but like I said, uh, it was more about uh, Oklahoma and seeing what it was all about, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, they were so gracious and so nice and so helpful. 
I have nothing but good things to say about both Oklahoma and UCO. And by the way, if you ever get a chance to go to UCO and see their locker room, oh, it's, it's bigger than a lot of NCAA locker rooms I've been in. Not really? quite as new, obviously, but but man, if I was an uh, an ACHAD one player and I saw that locker room, that might sway me. It might sway me right there because they well, it have more take room. Much to sway you. <laughs> a couple of t-shirts and a puck, and you're done. So and some I mean, pom poms. Don't forget well, them. Well, that's just to have something to shake. I know. So <laughs> so anyway, that's, that's game one. Jeez, uh, fifteen minutes left. Um, game two, right back here in Denver for the icebreaker. I think this one is going to be all the games with uh, Notre Dame and Maine and Denver and Air Force, the four combatants if you will, on the icebreaker. But I think that Friday night, the 7th of October, when Nor- when Notre Dame takes on DU at uh, Magnus Arena, I think that could be one of the premier games in all of the country. Well, that's that's going to be a top 10 matchup. From everything we've been told, from everything we've been told, that's going to be a top 10 matchup. Because you know Denver's going to start off at number one. And You've heard a couple of people uh, on this podcast uh, over the last month say that Notre Dame's going to be in there too. Yep, without a doubt. Without you know, a doubt. Now, you know, so, I mean, maybe, so, maybe they'll be 11 or 12, but still. So quickly, let's let's talk about this matchup. DU, the defending NCAA champions, um, reloaded, did not uh, have to – restart anything they just replace guys and i told you that what i've seen is i think the replacements and this is to take nothing away with the guys that left the program but i think the replacements are as good or maybe even slightly better than the guys they lost sorry cam you can punch me when we get to san jose but um i'm I'm not including you in that (laughs) love you cam uh anyway um Uh, I think Notre Dame and and DU will be a huge matchup because we know the style that Notre Dame plays, and we know what DU does at home, and well, we know there's a right styles camp. make fights. Styles oh. make fights. Yeah, you, you, you'll have going to be a fight then. You know, you'll have a, a situation where you have a Notre Dame that is a grinded out defensive first system, and that's their style. They're physical. They're usually big. And you have Denver, who, I'm, you know, obviously every coach wants their team to play defense first. But it's not their calling card. Denver wants to move the puck and move it fast. And Notre Dame is going to try and slow them down. Yep. Good luck with that. Um, they're going to be playing at altitude. And uh, well, I that's, tell that you that... Is... One of the things that David Carl prides himself on is being a chameleon, basically. He can adjust, and he told me that several times last year when I asked him, how are you going to prepare for this team or that team or this rink or that rink? And he said, we'll do it. We know what we're doing. We'll just uh, adjust to the style of play that we need to play, but more importantly, we'll play pioneer hockey and make them play play our game. Well, so I mean, that, that, like I said, that's what so it is. Notre right? Dame Styles. Friday night against DU. And then Maine comes in and plays DU Saturday while Notre Dame goes down to Air Force on Saturday and Maine will have played at Air Force Friday. So that'll be a fun weekend. That There's only one other weekend I've seen in the schedule that's going to be more fun, and that's not until uh, the first week of November. But anyway, um, 
So that's uh, week two. Week three, the one that's still in the works, is UNLV playing right. at Anchorage. And I think that mm. is going to be so much fun because UNLV is really uh, trying to be competitive, as competitive as they can be against NCAA teams. They're looking forward to that trip. I asked Nick Raboni, the associate head coach, a couple weeks ago, and I was in Vegas. I said, um, uh, you guys got anything special planned? He goes, it's a business trip for us. <laughs> we're, we're not doing anything special. We're, uh, we're going up there to try to win two hockey games. That's uh, bold. Listen, that, that's, that's bold. That's I mean, bold. listen, that's, that's what you expect uh, a coach to say. Right, um, but I mean, other places have said, hey, we're going to the Alaska for the first time. We're going to take the kids here or there or do whatever. Nope, they're, uh, they'll probably do something. But they're, yeah, first, I mean, they're not focusing on that. They're focusing on going there to play good hockey and win. And the, those two games will be Friday and Saturday. But Thursday night over in Fairbanks, the uh, the Nanooks will host Michigan Tech. So that's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is a pretty darn good weekend if you're going to be in Alaska to see some quality hockey. Yeah, especially so, going there in October. So so can UNLV keep up with uh, Anchorage? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't I can't could they? Sure they could. Um they'll have you know Anchorage will still be working out the kinks. You know, because they're all new to each other. So is there is there is there a chance? Yeah, if they get great goaltending. And and they play relatively mistake free hockey. And on on the notes that I sent you, uh, the next game on the twenty first of October is incorrect. It's Colorado College attention. at Arizona State. I don't pay any so, attention to the stuff you send me. So so Arizona State's going to give in this deal three times in the month of October. So um, yeah, they they've earned it. So Colorado well, College will go play at the new Mullet Arena. On the twenty first, we both know how competitive that game is going to be. Not only yeah, what happened will be. last year it was a split at Colorado College, but right. we know the coaching staffs jab each other back, back and forth with Peter Menino. That's, see, that's what I want. I, 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 that's what I want. I want the text messages <laughs> that are going to go back and forth. Forget the game on the ice. Menino wants me to get there. Menino wants me to get there Thursday and set up a roundtable podcast, a special event. Well, listen, if that happens, then we'll see. But uh, Well, if anybody can pull it off, it's Peter Menino. Well, I I want to see the text messages that go back and forth that week. (laughs) It'll be a fun week. So that's uh, the 21st of October. Then the 29th, and this could be the crown jewel of all of our games of the week. This one is Arizona State facing off against North Dakota, a team they've never played before, one of the best programs in the country, at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, the 29th of October. It's already sold out. Has been I'm for sure a while, the secondary huh? market is uh, getting some calls because we know that all of North Dakota will be there. Literally. And by the way, 18,000 is about the population. I'm kidding. That's what I'm I just kidding. said, literally. I'm kidding. Don't be don't be sending hate mail. I'm joking. Eddie, uh, I'll, Eddie I will uh, send you his, his Twitter <laughs> account. You, you look it up because you have it. it. And He's already we'll send you his phone so you can send him the, ev- the, the, the hate mail. Uh, 
we know North Dakota will travel. We know that about 13,000 at least of those 18,000 will be green and white. So be prepared, Paul. I've been trying to say, oh, listen, I've been prepared for a year. <laughs> You've been prepared and encouraging uh, ASU alums to get there. And by the way, yeah. the ASU, let me throw this out there. ASU did travel well, as I told you, to uh, Stillwater to see Oklahoma State. That, that was a good showing. I was impressed. So no. if the hockey fans can show up and show out in Vegas, um, that would be equally as impressive. So go do it, hockey fans at Arizona State. Well, listen, I've been saying that for a while, but, you know. I hear you. I know. So, so those are the five games of the week uh, that will kick things off in 2022-2023. I think right. they're fun. I think they're enjoyable. We'll try to get as many teams as we can, uh, at least in our coverage area, involved. Um, this one, I know, is a little ASU heavy, but it's just the way the schedule worked out. Yeah, what are you um, going to do? Yeah, you can't. You can't do anything about it. And then there'll be other months where they'll be favored towards Denver or Colorado College or whatever. But um, this first month, we're going to have Arizona State. We're going to have Denver. We're going to have UNLV. We're going to have uh, Alaska Anchorage. Um and we're going to have Colorado College all involved. So that means the only ones that we don't have are Fairbanks, Lindenwood, and um, Air Force in this uh, this first month. Just the schedule the just doesn't but, work out that way, right? Right. And, and you got to pick and choose where you're going to be and how you're going to be. It's also a logistical thing. So, uh, But as I was mentioning, well, coming up the, the, the first week of uh, – Yeah. The first week of November – Boy, the fourth and fifth, it is going to be rocking right here in the uh, in the I twenty five corridor, as I like to call it. As Air Force plays a big series at home, uh, Colorado College plays a big series at home, and Denver plays a big series at home. I don't know how I can be at all three places at the same time, well, but we'll figure it out somehow. That I know that week I'm going to be real busy talking to coaches and teams and players during the week leading up to it. So uh, I'll have to pick and choose where I'm going to be for that weekend. But that's just one weekend that's going to be exciting. The other one that, that I've already got circled on my calendar is the Desert Classic. Um, the, the New Year's Eve before that, um, Air Force will be hosting. Um, let's see. I can't remember who they're hosting. But th it'll be a weekend home series uh, for New Year's Eve. And then so will Colorado College be. I know they're hosting Princeton. So that'll be the weekend before. And then on the 6th and 7th, um, of course, Arizona State hosting the Desert Classic, which will involve Air Force and ASU. Um, and, and, that's, and, 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 and Boston University or college? University. Okay. So it'll be those four, which will be really good as well. So there's, there's a number of great matchups, and that's why I thought this was the time to try this out, see what we can do. So... Again, when you think game of the week, you think production where it's going to be four hours of pre, post, and game coverage. No, it's going to be a, a recap, so to speak. But I hopefully it's going to be some inside stuff that you're not getting anywhere else where we can talk with the coaches and the players and ask them questions that maybe are not the standard things. You know that's what I like to do when I do an interview. True. And uh, that's where we'll get at. We'll have some. That. We'll have some video footage. And we'll, like I said, we'll talk to the winners afterwards and, and get their thoughts on, uh, on the game and how it worked out. And 
hopefully it turns out to be something good. So that's, uh, that's the plan. Well, somebody has to do it. <laughs> Might as well be no. me. <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect it to be anybody else. You know, this is, this is what happens, you know, you know, it's good to be the king. That's all I have to say. Well, I can tell you what, the king is suffering a little bit because uh, this, all these miles for the last, that was 18 hours of driving in three days. I'm a little bit uh, road weary right now, and I got a couple no, days to kind of recover here. And then it's on a jet airplane to Phoenix, and then it's a trip from Phoenix to San Diego State on uh, Wednesday. And then it's an early, early morning to drive up to San Jose on Thursday. And then it's Friday, Saturday, a day off Sunday. And Monday with the AHL uh, Pacific Division, the rookie face-off. Yeah. And then it's come back, but not even stop in Denver. Just go straight from Phoenix to uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul. On the 22nd will be the N- NCHC Media Day. And then it's hopefully yeah, the grandson for a day or two. I'll and then back to Denver. That's parents' weekend. I'll be in Albany. Yeah, I'll be grandsoning it. <laughs> listen, you know, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. I don't blame you. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, that that's how things play out for us. Anything else you got in the closing moments that we need to discuss before we say good night? Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I invited um, Peter Menino on tonight, by the way, and he told me he's coming back to for a recruiting trip. I was trying to avoid that. I didn't want to. I mean, you know, he is uh, a busy man. Uh, he, you know, I don't. I don't want to make it seem. If I, if I see, if I thought, if I brought it up, it might sound like we, were, you know, we thought he was bagging us. But you know, we, he's got a job no. to do. No, I know. talked to him, and he said, <clears throat> "Hey, you know," he said, "I need a rain check again, but I promise I'll come on because I love talking hockey with you guys." Oh, no, I, and I get that, but you know, like I said, I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't want to make it, make it come across that way. So no. I didn't bring it up. No. He understands. He knows. Okay. So well, anyway, he that's uh, he does what he's got to do for uh, for recruiting for the the great Colorado College Tigers. By the way, I'm shaking gold and black pom poms as we speak. Well, I'm I'm actually just surprised you're not shaking. Black and gold and maroon and gold and <laughs> green and gold and 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 just I'm trying to think what I'm gonna <laughs> I shake them all, Paul. I shake yeah, at all the same time Paul. too. Every one of them. Yep, every single one of them. I support you know, them blue all. Blue and white for Air Force and Yeah, I support them all. Yeah. You know. Just don't tell anybody I've got a shirt that says beat army. Um you just did. I don't have to say it. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I came from the Air Force Academy, so. I know. Anyway, I know. Uh, so that's the plan. Tomorrow night, we've got a great guest coming on. we got Trevor Stewart, the associate head coach uh, from the Alaska Anchorage Seawolves joining us. And oh. uh, Trevor uh, knows everything about Alaska hockey. So as much as I learned about uh, Oklahoma hockey, Trevor's the one that's going to teach us all about Alaska hockey tomorrow night. Okay, I'm down. Yeah, me too. And then uh, we'll shoot for another great guest on Tuesday night. I'll fly out Wednesday, and um, it'll either be Utah or San Diego State coming on with us Wednesday night with Stephen Marsh and myself. So um, we'll see who we gather in as uh, we continue to make the rounds. And then it's off to the uh, rookie face-off in San Jose in that brand-new building. So you want to tune in next Thursday 
this coming Thursday live because we're going to be doing really? the Pro Hockey West report live from the new arena in San Jose, the home of the Barracuda. Nice. Tech nice. CU, to I think king. is what they call it. It's good to be the king. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a blast. Anyway, um, so we'll try to get all that done and, and move on. And in the meantime, we'll ask you to join us again tomorrow night. As, uh, like I said, we have Trevor Stewart coming on. You won't want to miss it because if you want to get insight into what's going on in Alaska, in the hockey world, Trevor Stewart's got to talk to. Can't wait. All right, take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Live on the IceTimeHockeyWest.com Networks, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue, Las Vegas style, at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, as well as our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or BehindTheMask.com. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV, subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Drury Inns and Suites, now an official Disney World hotel. Book your stay now for travel starting this October at DruryHotels.com. Top Golf, play some of the world's most iconic golf courses without packing a suitcase. Find out how. See your local Top Golf Center or go to TopGolf.com. Liberty University. Over 700 programs of study to help you impact your community on and off the ice. Strengthen your faith at our state-of-the-art campus. See us at liberty.edu. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Worldwide, it's where the action is, in the resort or in town. College Hockey West Live, presented by Behind the Mask and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts, are live on the Podbean app, available for download at your favorite podcast platform including the itunes store google play store podbean spotify stitcher the iHeartRadio app and the TuneIn app ask alexa to turn on your ithsw podcasts search that all one word on your favorite platform behind the mask college hockey west live and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the icetimehockeywest.com network very well done my friend i'll uh, throw out a personal plea uh to everybody if tell your friends to download we are uh, within 100 downloads from hitting 30,000. I want to hit it by tomorrow, guys. So uh, get busy, tell your friends about us, and uh, download a few uh, podcasts, listen in, see what you think. Uh, of course, subscribe, follow us, like us, do whatever you have to do. Um, Paul and I will be back tomorrow night with analytics and eyeballs and our guest, Trevor Stewart, which is going to bring us, he's going to bring us up to date on all the numbers and what the eyeballs are seeing and Alaska hockey. So we look forward to that. Tuesday night, of course, is another great West College Hockey podcast. And, of course, on, uh, no, College Hockey West Live on Tuesday. Great West College Hockey podcast with Stephen March and myself on Wednesday night. <sighs> I'm tired. i got to get some sleep. And um, we'll talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great night. Good night. Good night.